0: Good morning, good morning, or hello, hello, good afternoon, whenever you're listening or watching. It's uh, time for Wake Up to the Word. Thank you, our studio audience that does not exist. Today's coffee, coffee of the week, is Black Rifle. Back to Black Rifle, I just got drip coffee today. Spirit of 76, it is a medium roast ground coffee, it's very good if you like it, you can actually get it at Walmart right? right there, so uh, go ahead and get your black coffee, I'm drinking mine in my Soul Smith cup and uh, for any of you who even care about the coffee of the week so we have the coffee of the week and this is Old Testament Thursday, woohoo here we go Old Testament Thursday Chewbacca likes it yeah we love Old Testament Thursday we're getting back into the weeds here we are our Old Testament reading for this week if you have your chronological Bible reading plan then uh, you know our reading for the week is where am I I opened up on the wrong page uh (laughs) genesis 17 through 24 seven chapters of amazingness and we're going to talk about some of those things i just wanted you to know uh uh want to welcome some folks who uh just started uh just started watching and or and or listening uh that's my question of the day as a matter of fact um Some people tell me that uh, uh, they just listen on Spotify, and uh, others have told me that they watch it. I I do upload onto Spotify. It is a video and audio, so uh, it's okay if you listen. Some people listen in their car while they drive. That's great. Don't watch it while you're driving. Just a safety tip there. Um, and disclaimer, I have no responsibility if someone's trying to watch the podcast while they drive, but you can watch it. I just want you to know. So, uh, on the podcast, there's a place for you to put a comment or a question or what did you think? Let me know, drop me a line and let me know if you just listen to the podcast or if you watch it because you can watch it. There's a little button you can hit on the podcast right on the, the, uh, the bottom line, there's a little icon there that you can watch it and it'll come up either on your phone or on your computer, whatever, however you listen to your podcast. So, But let me know uh, right underneath on the comment. Just put, uh, I, I do watch the podcast or I only listen to the podcast because if I don't have people watching it, uh, I can uh, use a lot less RAM <laughs> by just um, recording the audio. But uh, just for, to help me out with what I do, uh, and to help me help you, just let me know. Do you watch it, or do you just listen to it? And it's fine either way. I don't have a preference, so whatever your preference is, that's, uh, that's what I prefer. So, all right, let's get going here and uh, get into the Word of God we're going to start right off at 17. I'm just going to kind of give you a quick overview because there's two portions of the reading that I really want to focus on. And so I'm just going to kind of quickly go through an overview. We have Abraham and the covenant of circumcision. That's one of the areas we're going to come back to and talk about. We have the birth, uh, Isaac's birth and the promise that he has. That's uh, going into 17. And in 18, Abraham uh, intercedes for Sodom and um banters back and forth with God. Then God rescues Lot and uh, God destroys Sodom uh, and Gomorrah and uh, Lot and his daughters. And then Abraham and Abimelech, we're in chapter 20, then the birth of Isaac and uh, God protects Hagar and Ishmael. And um, there's a treaty with Abimelech and then the sacrifice. Of Isaac, so there's a lot to go through here, and uh, there's a couple of places that I, I really want to focus on as we uh, as we as we do uh, Old Testament Thursday here. So, um, uh, first of all, uh, right away in uh, 17, uh, Abraham and the covenant of circumcision. Now. Uh, I've been asked this question uh, many times uh, regarding circum why circumcision. I mean that just seems, uh, you know, uh, a little bit uh, harsh. Uh, seems a little, uh, you know, right? Exactly, Chewy. I, that's what we're trying to say. And um, so we we, uh, be- but here's it's 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 an intimate place. Because what God's doing is an, is an intimate covenant. And uh, I, I hope that makes sense in, in what I'm saying. Um, the, the sign, and let me read some of that section. I'm starting at verse 9. It says, And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, and you and your offspring from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought by money shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people and he has broken my covenant. So... This talks about the covenant is not just for Abraham and uh, his offspring, but it's also for, it says, you know, if they have bought people's slaves, uh, anyone who's been purchased and is part of their household also gets circumcised. And they say this is, shows an everlasting covenant because the truth is you can't be un circumcised that's key that's key for those of us in the christian camp who believe that uh, salvation is forever this is a picture of that as you come into covenant with christ as you come into covenant with a holy god uh, this picture of the flesh being cut away uh, is an everlasting covenant it, it can't be reversed and so with our heart being circumcised, the circumcised heart you read about that in Romans in in uh, the same kind of language uh, we can't be uncircumcised we can't it cannot be reversed and so in the other picture that this is painting is that there'll be other people peoples that are not Jewish, foreigners as it were uh, whose lives and hearts will also be purchased, and they will undergo the circumcision as well. If they're part of the household of the covenant, then they will also be circumcised. They'll also have an eternal mark, an eternal circumcision, whether spiritual circumcision, we're talking about for new covenant, or in the old covenant, a physical circumcision. But this is a great picture of of the intimacy that God has for us and it's a it's a it's a a ritual of purity okay so this circumcision that is a sign of purification for the seed to multiply okay uh, i hope you're getting the picture that i'm that i'm that i'm presenting here. i'm trying to be uh i'm Trying to keep it clean. I'm, I'm trying not to do the toilet talk, okay? So, which, we will try and, and uh, as God lays this out in Scripture, this is something that is intimate. It's not. It's not. Uh, you know, it's not like barroom talk. It's not. It's not guys talking. This is. This is an intimate conversation he's having. The circumcision is taking place in order to. Because it's a it's a purification type of thing. It keeps the the man pure, clean, and so the he can best multiply, uh, reproduce. And so with us, this purification, sanctification, this spiritual circumcision is it's the cutting away of everything that makes us unclean, in order for us to multiply procreate uh the family of God and this is talking spiritually and for for I for Abraham this is physically okay but this picture of Israel is is symbolic for the spiritual circumcision that takes place in the family of God under the new covenant for multiplication to happen for those who were bought who are outside the family of God their sins were purchased by the savior their sin, their 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 uh, their lives were purchased through through the blood of Christ, and it and so they are part of the covenant, the new covenant of God for salvation. Boy, that's that's cool stuff right there. I, I hope you're tracking with me there. So Isaac is brought on as a child of the promise. We have Isaac's birth, and he's brought on, and he interestingly enough is called. Um, the uh firstborn, uh he's referred to let me see if i can i know it's it's later on in in the text but i'm seeing if it's right here um and, and that's okay i i'll 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 refer to it when i get up to uh uh him sacrificing but as we as we went from uh, 17 uh Isaac is born he's the child of the promise and then we get to Abraham um interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah and and we know about that bantering back and forth and uh, it just shows that God's willingness to interact and interchange with his people we think that prayer doesn't doesn't um doesn't move God, he's going to do what he's going to do, and both of those things are true, because God says both of those things are true, and so Abraham says, you know, uh he he asks God, you know, if he, if you find uh 40 are found there, he says, for 40's sake, I will not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he says, uh, uh let's not, uh, let the Lord be angry and speak, so if there's uh 30, and he works his way down, 20, he goes down to To 10, and he said, For the sake I will not destroy. And the Lord went on his way to finish speaking to Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. And so there wasn't 10 people, there wasn't 10 righteous people that were there. Now, God obviously knew that, but he wanted Abraham to be part of the process, he wanted Abraham to have a heart for the people. Like God has a heart for the people. So we would need to have a heart for the people. It, 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 Sometimes we get too enamored with numbers. We get too enamored with how many. And so in this case, there was just really Lot. That was it. Because even his wife was not obedient to God. But Lot was. And so the two angels uh, go to Sodom. In the evening and and Sodom's sin is is just so wicked that they want to take these two men and uh and have their way with them and and uh and it and and, and as the story unfolds we understand that um they they're allowed to escape uh in the morning dawns the angels urge lot saying take up your wife and your two daughters." They hear, lest you be swept away by the punishment of the city. And, and they escaped out of the city. And so this, this just goes to show that, that God is, even within all that evil, all that darkness that was there, that God has his hand on his people. And, and uh, we, we, we need to trust in God. Now, I'm not saying that that, uh, the, 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 that bad things don't happen to good people because that's absolute we all know that that's true and I, and I would just not be honest if I didn't if I didn't uh, um, at least recognize that but the truth of the matter is is that God is still with us even when bad things are happening to us God is still with us he still walks with us he still will can protect our heart he still can and obviously our eternity is protected as we just talked about those who are It's the spiritual seed of Abraham. They have spiritual circumcision. They're part of the spiritual family. You cannot be uncircumcised. You cannot be unsaved. You cannot have... uh, Your eternal life cannot stop being eternal because that's what God's given you, eternal life with him. So I'm going to get to... uh, Let me see what we got for time here. Oh, we're doing good. Um, The sacrifice of Isaac uh as we get to chapter 22 we see that uh, after these things god tested abraham and said to him abraham he said i am here abraham answers him take your son your only son isaac whom you love and go to the land of moriah now i'm going to stop right there because that's what i was referring to earlier is uh isaac is not his only son he has a son named ishmael that he talked about in, in 17 i think or or 18 and uh <clears throat> but but Isaac is the son of the promise and we talked about this on New Testament Friday this terminology both in Hebrew and in Greek is is this only son terminology is this unique this unique son this this one of a kind son and so Isaac is the son of a, of the promise he's the son that was promised by God to advance the kingdom of god in in israel to 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 grow the nation of israel ah, excuse me <clears throat> and um so th- this is another reference to that the, that 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 shadow of the messiah to come isaac is that that shadow that they call it a type okay he's a type To Christ, he's a shadow of the Christ to come. So let me let me uh, read on here in chapter twenty-two. He took him to um, take your one of his son Isaac, whom I love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac, and he cut the wood from for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place which God had told him. Excuse me. So uh, he rose up. Isaac, Abraham knows he's going to sacrifice his son. As I did some reading, I I realized that this is not an unusual, an unusual custom among the gods within the region. Uh, There was there was often sacrifice of uh, children, uh, infant and child sacrifice going on. The interesting thing is Isaac isn't a child. Isaac is a young man. He's, he's uh, uh, we don't know exactly the age, but lots of pictures picture him as a kind of a thin teenager. But he was probably a full grown man. He was probably, uh, you know, t- maybe 18, 20 years old. Um, and, 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 uh, Abraham's a hundred, a hundred and twenty. Abraham's not young. And so Isaac could have easily gotten away from him. And so you see the surrender that Isaac has for his father and the honor that Isaac has for his father, Abraham. So I am going to keep going from there. So, uh, it took the young man with him and... In- Cut the wood. Okay. Um, place you would show him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. And uh, the donkey, I and the boy will go, over, will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. Uh, he took it in his hand, the fire and the knife. So they both went, uh, so they went both of them together. Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father, he said, here I am, my son. Here I am, my son. He said, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. So a couple of things to point out. Very cool stuff going on here. This whole thing is a shadow, and if you've never paid attention to it, it really is very, very cool. Um, So obviously you may have picked up on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place far off. So there's that third day thing going on that uh, we know the end of the story, that Isaac is basically rescued. Uh, He was as good as dead and this is the third day of the journey and he does not die so the third day he's 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 uh, kept alive um but a great picture that we can see the other thing that many people are not aware of is this uh go to the land of moriah uh the land of moriah later becomes the area known as jerusalem uh israel and the very place where uh, Mount Moriah is is called at Jesus' time uh, Golgotha, and so uh, though it's 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 virtually impossible to determine for sure that they were in the same place, uh, I would tend to think that since the proximity is so close the area the region is the same region the same area and the 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 mountains there um that uh i've i've linked you to an article with the with the uh with a lot of this information and you can find that in my stack of stuff um uh, at uh, at up to the word.org and uh, scroll down you'll see Jeff of stuff and I got a link for you there that kind of talks through a lot of these things but I wanted to share it with you um so we have the type that's going on we get the 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 land of moriah which is very probably golgotha we have abraham lifting his eyes on the third day and they're going to go up to the mountain on the third day uh, and he takes the wood and he lays it on Isaac, his son. So Isaac is going up to be the sacrifice up to Golgotha, Mount Moriah. He's, 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 uh, and he has to carry the very the very wood that's going that he is going to be sacrificed on. Now that if that doesn't paint a picture for you. Uh, uh, that God knows the end from the beginning, then you're just not paying attention, okay? Because Jesus carried his own cross. Jesus carried his own wood that he would be sacrificed on. Isaac carried the wood that he would be sacrificed on. And this picture just keeps growing and growing and growing. So uh, Isaac points out, you know, I see the wood. I see the fire. I don't see the lamb God will provide. So they both went up, and now I am on verse um nine. When they came to the place which God had told him, Abraham built the altar, there, the altar there, laid the wood in 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 order, and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son, but the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, "Abraham, Abraham!" And he said, "I'm here. Here I am." Uh he said do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him for now I know that you fear God seeing you have not withheld your son your only son there's that word again so uh from me and so so this is the angel of the Lord this is uh, probably uh Christ um but he says uh he says that you fear Elohim you fear me and uh and so uh you haven't kept him from me so and and i alluded to the other gods asking for these same kinds of sacrifices and um or the people were sacrificing to them not necessarily uh they were asking for it but god wanted to know if he had abraham's Full and complete trust in this. Uh, The other thing to note is that Abraham either trusted that God was going to provide something. Or he trusted God and believed in a resurrection. Because when he left the servants with the donkey, he said to them, we will... Go up and sacrifice, and we will return. He was fully expecting to come back down the mountain with Isaac, either resurrected or rescued. So um, I think that's really cool too. So uh, uh, 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and... Took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place, the Lord will provide, Jehovah Jireh. Uh, It is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. So, just something interesting here. Um, What kind of a lamb needs to be sacrificed? Can't have any blemishes, can't have any scars, can't have any marks. It has to be a perfect lamb. To be sacrificed, right? A lamb without blemish. Um, notice that the very specific detail. As Abraham turned around, he saw a ram caught in a thicket, and this detail is important. By his horns, he's caught by his horns. He's not the thicket, the 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 thorns. ...are not holding his body, they caught in, in the rack of his horns... ...which means he's unblemished all the way down. His horns are what caught, what's caught, but he's unblemished. So this ram has, is essentially, without blemish, a perfect ram to be sacrificed. So um, just fulfilling every point, every detail of what needs to happen... These, the Passover that will take place in the future, the shadows, that the Passover, the shadows, the sacrifice that will be Jesus Christ. This is just a great shadow. And I wanted you guys to just kind of walk through all of that. I hope you've enjoyed Old Testament Thursday. We uh, come to our end. Uh, get yourself some Black Rifle coffee and uh we're glad that you are here we're glad you you come to wake up to the word go to wakeuptotheword.org. check out this stack of stuff and uh let me know answer the question do you just listen or do you listen and watch the video so uh let me know let me know what you do like i said there's no wrong answer and uh go to jeff's stack of stuff look at that those things for yourself and uh, get yourself some information. Maybe that's going to be your next Bible study that you lead uh, right out of Jeff's stack of stuff. Let me know if you use any of my stuff. I would be honored if uh, anywhere that I directed you that I trusted the information that you used to pass on the amazing Word of God. Great to see you. See you tomorrow at New Testament Friday.